0: Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSports. who are your daily dose of quickie handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Moller. And what a weekend of sports it was, Andy! Tons of stuff going on. We had the Army Navy game, World Cup, of course, NBA, NHL, college basketball, that 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 NFL thing everyone likes so much. What were you watching all weekend?
1: A lot of that, and then you know catching up on Yellowstone. My wife enjoys that show, and I watch it with her. It's okay. Not a huge Yellowstone. The early seasons were better. Otherwise, cleaning up, man, it was one of those, uh, hey, it's uh, one to three inches of snow coming, hopefully just the one, and then later that day, as you trudge through seven to eight inches of snow, you curse the weather, man. So I had a lot of snow to clean up this weekend. And, yeah, getting ready for Christmas, man. Christmases are starting, aren't you... Once you have like a married family, what's that? Is that how you say it? I'm still on Coldman's. Just a family with children. Once, once you're married, you know, then you have. A, and I, my parents are divorced, so then it's like, I got to. I got to have like three Christmases with like in-laws and stuff yet. So like I have a, I have in-laws visiting next weekend. I'm planning a menu. I got to go get lamb chops figured out. So it's the busiest, busiest time of year, but we are blessed with all these sports. Like you said, army Navy should have gone under probably, you know, over time is always the fly in the ointment. Um, if nothing else, silver lining, maybe it keeps the total at a decent spot for next year. so you underbetters can go back to the well If you been betting are the covered. Under, yeah, if you've been betting the under for a decade, you're still up. So no worries there. Football was fun. We'll get into some of that. Uh, the, the game last night was weird. Honestly, I leave, I leave that game thinking like is Mike Williams the best wide receiver in the league? Like and he's just never healthy. He's so good. He's just making all these catches. His body control. The one where he fought back to around the uh, cornerback to get that ball. It's like, man, this guy is this guy is just the best. And we just we never get to see him. We never get to see him with Keenan Allen out on the field helping take some pressure off. That fumble was hilarious. Like of all the spots for that fumble to land, in Tyree Kill's hands are the worst. It's a very. That's one of those where I felt if like... that were. Yeah, if that were a movie, that's like the record scratch pause stop or like the whole defense is like scrambling and then they look up and Tyreek has the ball and then the music plays and he runs really fast. But that was fun. The Lions getting there and the team total was awesome. That was kind of my strongest position for the week. I had some nice winners. I had the Niners. Um, I'd like an easy easy one. I like an easy one like that. But you saw the, the peak of Brock Purdy's career. Like he'll ever play that well again. That was just like just an elite. leak. Even when he made a mistake, it's like, ah, we're gonna call a bullshit holding. And that's not actually an interception. So sorry to underbetters there, because Brock Purdy was electric. I don't know. What uh what uh what was cracking for you in the world of uh NBA this weekend or NFL, honestly.
0: Actually, I, I did. I watched a lot of football yesterday. Um, basketball is pretty good. The Sixers continue to kind of be just weird, but yeah, um Went in some bets, had some good positions yesterday that didn't come through. But Sunday is always a messy day. I need to keep going back and seeing. I, I do. I've always wondered if, if just everyone is an NFL fan, or like our are, are basketball players watching NFL on Sunday. I don't know. There seems to be weird results.
1: It's probably Drew has always brutal. been that way too. He's always been sketched out by Sunday Sunday basketball, even when the NFL is over. He says Sunday's a fuckery day. But uh, yeah, and, and Bede, Obviously, I shouldn't put him in the same conversation as. Mike Williams, because he legitimately is an MVP candidate for the last three years. But that's the same thing too. It's like, am I watching the best player of all time? Like every other <laughs> week he has one of those games where like, am I am I watching God play basketball? And then, you know, then all of a sudden he's on the IR again.
0: There's something to be said for someone who, you know, he's listed at seven feet two eighty. I like to watch whenever he plays against guys and just kind of compare how tall he is. He has to be seven foot two. It's he is an inch or two taller than everyone who is seven feet in the NBA. He is three hundred pounds and he moves delicately and lightly. And now it's a little slow, but like to see something that large move so gracefully is just. You don't feel like you're the same species.
1: No, that's kind of what I – like I, when I went to the game last year and I saw the Sixers come up to the Target Center, that's, I couldn't take my eyes off him. He was just backing people down. with His like his body control was amazing, and he, obviously they, they face-fucked our Timberwolves. It was horrible. It was Harden's first came back, but uh, we digress. We'll get into some NBA here in a bit, but we do have one more NFL game this weekend, and it's not that exciting. The Patriots, if they lose, are in the cellar now. They That's really a were. Night a, feel. Yeah, it has a early season Thursday night feel. I guess the Cardinals aren't out of anything, but they, these are a couple teams. This is maybe a loser go home kind of game. The Patriots would be in a bad spot considering you know who all won, and the Cardinals need this to have any sort of relevance into the the wild card. Which obviously it's it's weird how like nobody's dead. Maybe the Cardinals are truly dead. I gotta I feel like I feel and like even if they're game. not out out
0: so yeah. has this team shown you anything to make you believe that in any way shape or form they could do anything
1: good like yeah they'd have to run the table kind of thing which I guess it starts tonight and not not a strong position it wasn't something we got to on the deep dive because we don't usually go through Monday night football we will be broadcasting a little later today time yet to be um drew's just messaged me back we're gonna figure out what time he's back from the Bahamas, but we didn't get to this game but i am gonna bet a little bit on the cards money line this is just probably a flipped favorite here i don't know if people are gonna be using the it's not the biggest sample but it's getting big enough or maybe there's some signal but the cardinals are a much better road team somehow they don't play all that well at home it's kind of a weird thing I don't know if people are actually making well-informed large bets on that sort of thing, but I cannot fathom how the Patriots can be a road favorite over a mobile quarterback right now. Like I was somebody who was kind of out on Arizona. I thought Kyler was going to be missing for a couple weeks, maybe sit out until the bye, and uh, I, I thought maybe even maybe even shut the season down with some of the injuries. But and he's looked good. And they work out of structure so well, they can absolutely break down these coverages. They have probably too many weapons to for the Patriots to completely shut this offense down. And the Patriots' offensive play calling is a mess right now. Like the quarterback's screaming at coaches. They're not getting anything done. I think they'll be able to run the ball a little. Stevenson should be all right. But the Cardinals are a pretty decent 4-8 and eight team. And they shouldn't be getting points at home against a, essentially a team that I have. Uh, pretty much on the level with them so I'm uh yeah I'm 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 kind of out on this like and, and as Lake Show says they have been able to get to the quarterback but they just do not do well against these multiple quarterbacks. It's uh remember the, the beating in Chicago my god so I'm gonna take a small bet on Cardinals Money Line plus one ten here and more importantly I'm gonna hope the Greg Dorch is your first touchdown scorer. I was cheer for one over the others.
0: <laughs> I like that he's kind of a good build in there quarterbacks great way to go against the Patriots especially mobile quarterbacks so with no surprise top of the list here 16 to 1 this is a rogue 16 to 1 I believe this is sitting at FanDuel there's some 12s out there wouldn't mind a 12 but make sure go ahead open up a FanDuel account use a BettsBirds code get yourself some uh, Kyler Murray 16 to 1 hasn't been the best season for him rushing wise but like you said this Patriots team has always struggled against mobile quarterbacks and just really like this number again anything 12 to 1 or better i always have him closer to 10 even single digits um you know again not the best season for him but anything 12 to 1 or better find that 16. hunter henry also 16 to 1. um should be a great night for tight ends. If you're in Daily Fantasy, get some tight ends into those lineups. Two of the three worst teams in the league in terms of giving up uh, receptions, yardage, and touchdowns to tight ends are your Arizona Cardinals and New England Patriots tonight. So we're going to play pretty much all the tight ends that we've got um, that will be on the field and catching the ball. Hunter Henry has been the lead uh, tight end target here for the Patriots. Happy to play him at 15-1 to or better. There's a 16 out there. Greg Dortch, as you mentioned, no Rondale Moore. So Dortch moves into that kind of utility player role that the cardinals have where he should get a couple runs tonight should have a couple pass catches tonight Uh, was really dynamic early in the season and that role did very well Uh, scored a handful of touchdowns and uh, generally gets a lot of targets and the Patriots defense again good on kind of your top two wide receivers good against running backs, but those kind of gadget players tight ends and then these mobile quarterbacks is generally where you can do well. So George steps into his role from earlier this season, really like him at 20 to one or better mentioned the tight ends against the Cardinals. Again, the Cardinals give up the most touchdowns to tight ends John o. Smith, stays pretty close to Hunter Henry. Henry is now the leader in targets over the last couple of weeks, but Smith still on the field. The Patriots are in a lot of two tight end packages. Um, still gets about three, four or five targets a game this last four or five weeks and um, still gets a lot of attention in the red zone. So happy to play him at 20 to one, honestly, or better. There's a 25 out there. Trey McBride has not been... The most fantastic pass catcher since coming in for Zach Ertz. Ertz out for the season. McBride is now the tight end there in Arizona. But again, the Patriots, that's where they're vulnerable. And I think he's going to have some chances over the middle tonight. Would play him at anything 30 to 1 or higher. And Mac Jones, he's got a touchdown already this year. Just kind of a system play. Have to play him at basically anything 40 to 1 or higher. And there's a 50 out there. So some quarterbacks some tight ends. And Greg Dortch. And Greg
1: Dortch. I'm loving, a, I'm loving some Greg Dorch. All right, no World Cup today, which is, oh, man. And Tomorrow. Kevin Hilmers in the chat says, Kyler Rushyards is around 40, worth a bet probably. That does feel a titch low. I'm going to have to go look at his split, see how he's been doing of late. But, man, like I said, they do seem to struggle against some of these mobile quarterbacks. It's just on and on. And, the, yeah, the we don't have to go very far to go find Drew and I, Wondering what's going to happen with this Patricia Judge thing. You know, there's been some good games, but there's been some bad games. Very inconsistent. If they're not up against a team that they can absolutely, you know, scheme a great offense against, it goes south in a hurry. Like that that last game with the Patriots. My goodness, that was horrible. So, looking for more of the same. And then I do have one college hoops bet tonight, and Dan was super excited to see. It's one that he can't even bet. So we do have a uh, we do have a Connecticut. A stupid right? law. It is the worst. Like the the even like the Army Navy game. You know the New York residents couldn't bet that because West Point's in New York. So like one of the greatest standalone colleges uh, college football games, even though the teams aren't good. It's such a fun game with the pomp and the circumstance and. New York, one of the most populous states in the country, could not even bet it. So, boo, 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 boo. to you, politicians. Are we the first persons to speak out against politicians? Are we taking Almost a brave certainly. stance here? Almost certainly. So, boo to you, you lawmakers. But Fairfield, the Stags and a half. Not a ton to say here. Yale, probably a little shorthanded, coming off a tough stretch. Um, they played much, much, much better teams than the Fairfield Stags. Obviously, Kentucky is better than a MAAC team. But the Stags are, have been very good as a dog. It's not a very good offense. Yale's. I think the number is a little bigger here because Yale's defense has been good. I think that's kind of the the thought process around this is Yale's efficient defense shuts down Fairfield. But it's still a home game for Fairfield. It's still a nice spot where they've had five days rest. And they're getting five and a half. I make this like three and a half. So I'm going to take a little bit on the Fairfield Stags tonight in the battle. Yale's in Connecticut, right? Almost certainly. I don't know where those nerds go to school. Yale has the – it's funny, too. I can't tell you what city they're in, but I know their their gym because it's like a trillion-year-old building. There's like a swimming pool above the above the pool or above the basketball court. <laughs> it's like this six story building where, it's called the cathedral of sweat coolest mm. new haven yeah there we go cool. one of the coolest old uh, gymnasium buildings at least obviously i'm quite partial to the barn in uh, minneapolis but uh, are they gonna are they playing at the Palestra tonight is that something that's happening I no
0: one should ever play at the not. Palestra.
1: No one that is a shitty old
0: i think that is still like the oldest venue or one of the oldest venues in not that things shouldn't be updated, but they should at least be renovated from time to time and, and kept up. And um, yeah. I, I love that. The something about like the pool being above the basketball court, that really gets me. It
1: makes me nervous, honestly. I would be I would be scared to play there. But
0: It's not stuff you've seen in movies. It's just coming through the, the, the ceiling one day, right?
1: Yeah, I would think so. The building's a million years old. I don't know. You feel like they have some smart people there to take care of that. You know, but, so. yes, the professionals are giving it their all tonight and you you have a few looks including oh you straight up underdog bet tonight
0: Let's do it. An under and underdog, and we're going to lay some points with a favorite. Um, some of these numbers have moved a little bit, but uh, we'll start here with the Nets Wizards under 227. was able to get this at 228, even a little 229 earlier this morning, but still like anything 227 or higher. I know it's tough to bet Nets unders, but uh, their pace has really slowed down. Um, it's kind of surprising, even with Kyrie Irving back, there seems to be more of a focus on, trying to get control of the game. I guess it's maybe more of an acknowledgement of their lack of defensive talents in transition and things like that. But the pace has been slow. They've been really deliberate, especially in wins. I do like this spot. They should... Put away the, the Wizards here. Um, opened as five-point favorites. They're out to six right now. Just at this total closer to 223, 222.5 myself. The Wizards have just been a great under team without Bradley Beal this year. Again, the game plan for them really is to slow it down, get it to Porzingis, and the net should be fine. I don't see anybody trying to push the pace here tonight. We'll take under 227 or higher in that game. Pacers outright. Like the spot for the Pacers. They are at home against the Miami Heat. I had the Pacers as short favorites in this matchup. Not entirely sure why a Heat team that will have Jimmy Butler, will have Tyler Hero, will have Bam Adebayo, but not really much else. They've been running kind of these eight, almost not eight-man, kind of eight-and-a-half-man lineups, you know, play Duncan Robinson for six minutes until, um, for some reason, Spolster gets bored of him and they pull him out. Otherwise, they're just running these poor guys into the ground. They're really struggling to put together anything night to night because not only are they playing a lot, it just doesn't seem like Kyle Lowry is 100% Jimmy Butler hasn't looked great in his last couple games here. So going to continue to fade. Miami, who, again, favored a three-point favorite here on the road. Not really sure what's going on there. Happy to take the Pacers again. I had them minus 110 in this spot. So plus money on anything looks pretty good to me. It's a 130 out there right now. Cavaliers minus six. Um, this is gone. It was dropped back to six and a half for a little bit. I'm looking at seven and a half right now. Uh, Cleveland is in San Antonio tonight. The Spurs have just been... Awful. The last couple weeks they were able to sneak out a couple wins, did win their last two games in kind of surprising fashion. I assume that Popovich will do everything he can to stop that from happening tonight as they continue to do everything in their power to get Um, one of the three worst records in the leagues therefore one of the three most three uh tied the top 3 All get the same ping pong ball so look at one of those top spots in the lottery most likely had the uh, cavaliers eight point favorites here even without donovan mitchell tonight not too worried about them should just be a great matchup really expect them to put away the spurs tonight so um i played minus five and a half and minus six earlier today i'm looking at seven and a half if it bounces back down to seven maybe a half play at seven and If it gets to six, six and a half, go ahead and play that there. So uh, Cavaliers, Pacers, and the Nets, Wizards under.
1: Wizards. And I'm a whole lot of stuff. I have have nothing else to bet on. (laughs) The World Cup doesn't go until, what, tomorrow? I've got some early looks. Um, Boy, it's been hit or miss during the knockouts. I'm going to need, it's going to be like a five-unit bet in the finals, honestly. Maybe like five one-unit bets. I just have to sweep the board to end a positive. I don't know. I've I've enjoyed playing some props. For,
0: Maybe you know, just do for the, one
1: bet on something at plus five hundred. That's true too. For the for the final, I'll have some props and stuff too. It's just too much fun not to get into some some anytime goal scorers or some goofy stuff like that. I'm very excited and well, truthfully, like my my official plays went like one and three in the quarterfinals, and i would even tweeted this. I didn't give a shit. Like I, I hate losing money, but like those games were so good. It was hard to be mad when those games were so good. Like I'm awesome. mad now, now that I'm thinking about it. And <laughs> I guess I did uh I did do some live doubling down on the on the England French over. I can't believe there wasn't like six goals in that one, honestly. But we got the two and a half. That's what matters. Ended up on a positive note. Excited to get in some World Cup later this week, but we're gonna close it out with The final, final, final. I know we've been saying this for a while. Final, final, final tennis tournament. Because until we get down under when we're in Adelaide and Hobart and stuff like that, this is it. This is it. And if it wasn't Angers, I'm sure it's not Limoges. Or Limoges. Limoges. I'm going to go Limoges. I believe it's Limoges. Limoges. I don't know,
0: whatever it is. It's French. It starts with an L, and you're right, Andy. I was looking at the schedule. Next week, the best tournament we have is some uh, ITF 25. Um, For those of you that watch baseball, that's single-A baseball. I will not be betting single-A tennis tournaments next week, but have a handful of looks. For early tomorrow morning in France, again, indoor hard court season continues here. Uh, honestly, it makes sense; it's just kind of a convenient spot. There's the most players there, and um, it's a good chance for some of these younger players to scoop up some points and put a nice finish on the year. At the same time, you'll see some veterans here trying to grind out maybe some points and uh, you know make up for what might not have been the best year here. Start with Alize Cornet playing Vavrovicova. Looking at the first set prices here. I'm not sure the market is adjusted properly for this being indoors, which is a little odd. This tournament's been around for a couple of years now. I'd expect those numbers to be a little bit tighter. But um, this over 9.5 um, games price here, there's a 9 at minus 120, minus 125. You can go ahead and play that. I'd rather play the over 9.5 at plus 125. Two women that play really long first sets. Cornet, um, a ton of seven fives as you go back and look at kind of her score sheet. Same thing with Gracheva here now. Cornet is the much better player, and that's kind of why we're getting the plus 125. There's a chance that Corne just comes out, puts Gracheva away here quickly. But I think we'll have a tough, long first set, and then you know, kind of that classic quick set there. So happy to take over nine and a half plus 125, and then Blinkova, uh Minin, first set. Over nine and a half. I'm um, sorry, that was minus 105, if not minus 125. My mistake. Um, again, anything standard, juice, or better looks good there. Blankova again, you look at. Uh, her tournament last week in Angers, a um, lot of 6-4s, a lot of 7-5s. Again, plays pretty long first sets, especially indoors where serving is good. Great minute, not the best year for her, but starting to play better. Had some nice tennis last week again in Angers. Really good inside, someone that serves very well and holds. So I expect this to kind of be, honestly, a boring set until we get to 4-4, four, 5-5 four, five, five and things start happening. Uh, but that'll be good for us, over 9.5, minus 110 or better. Again, sorry, I meant to be minus 105. That is a minus 105 out there anna bogdan katrina scott anna bogdan unders have been great this year just something about the way she plays tennis really drives a lot of unders a lot of six four six one six one six threes uh pretty quick sets whether she wins or not i know i do think she kind of beats up on katrina scott here should be the much better player um didn't really love when laying the five games instead have to take under 20 here at plus 100 six four six four we push six three six two is a win for us or better something in that i'm sorry six four six three is a win for us You know, something kind of in that range. Again, expecting two very quick sets here, like Bogdan, but happy to just play the total here. So two first set overs and then one under should be all early
1: tomorrow morning in France. In France. All right. Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Basketball, kids basketball, ladies tennis, football, the big football match tonight. Excited about that. Um, Pay attention. Uh, We'll tweet it out here in a bit once Drew and I and producer Dan figure out what time we're actually going to do our week fourteen NFL handicap review, and then just oh, oh happy birthday, Rob Pozzola. You know it's Pizza's birthday. Okay. Yeah, a little news. Should we do news and notes at the end, like birthdays, like the like the like they do in the morning, uh, like oh, little Tommy turned five today, and here's a picture he drew and sent to the news state. We're not going to do that, but no, no, uh, I just saw that just now while I was. <sighs> on the Twitter. So if you are in here in the YouTube, hit the thumbs up and we'll catch you tomorrow. See you.